0: Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to episode number three of the We Don't of the No Judgment Zone podcast. I'm sorry, the soccer bomb is hitting me. Oh uh, damn, already! It's warming my belly, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is warm. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up. I was trying to like
1: cover it up, but you damn nigga
0: already I called you out. God, well, you
1: damn. the one want it, I'm shit. I'm nigga, gonna...
0: roll with it, shit. You just oh damn, nigga, you did already. That
1: I'm responding shit. to what you said, bro. My belly warm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> your host, TJ, I your host, who's TJ, filling the sake bomb. Make my belly warm, y'all. I'm the co-host, Key, along with Minx, who frequently, frequent guest Minx, comes hey, on y'all. the show. Um,
2: frequently give my two cents.
0: Frequently. Five cents. Shit, a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> she can definitely give me a dollar, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I won't turn it down. Um,
2: how y'all weekend? How y'all weeks? A week. I really enjoyed my weekend. I mean? really did. I um, worked
1: all weekend, but it was still good though. Uh,
2: I just I took time to relax. I spent the weekend um with my daughter. Um, especially, especially well, I had a date Sunday morning, and then after that. I spent the rest of the day with my daughter, Manny's Petties, and then took her to. Your nails are nice, by the way. Thank you. uh, Took her to uh, like a really fancy dinner. Took her to Perry's, you know, where they have the white tablecloth. Mm -hmm. She said, uh, "She said I feel expensive." She said, "God bless Perry's." I feel expensive. That's what she (laughs) said. Um, But just making a um, making a change in this new year to do more with her one on one, spend more time with her and expose her to new things so that we know when she's older and she's dating, don't nobody Ashy Son impress her with Papado's fucking seafood platter, like I want her to expect
0: Yeah. Um, greatness. I totally understand that. Um yeah. my little sisters are the same way. Like, you know, you can't impress them with like going to Papados or something like that. Because if if my mom hit it, she's probably gonna kill me. But I can count on both my hands at times. I seen my mama cook. Mm. We always went out mm. and uh to eat and we went to Papados all the time. Like on a Sunday or weekend, we go Papa Those like it's nothing. Mm. Or we go to wherever it is like no, because she likes to eat, she likes good food. And like the caliber of guys my younger sister sister talk, talks to now. Is like, you know, is like a testament to that. Like, you know, you can't just be like, oh well, you know, we're gonna pop those or you're gonna stay forty eight, try and press us. She's like now see,
2: but right. stay forty eight is like so it's not like those type of dates and outings aren't appreciated. Mm-hmm. It's still very much appreciated. Um, but I want to get her accustomed to knowing that these things are within her reach. And then when it comes to dating, or even just her girlfriends, like whatever friends you' hanging out with, yeah, if y'all want to just go real quick, papados or whatever, and go get you something to eat, that's cool. But um, the 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 four and five star is not out of your reach. Be able to do this on your own. Mm-hmm. That way, um, when it comes to setting the standard or like establishing where the bar is and you really, really going to like invest and spend time with a guy, it's got to be like, you don't want to have to scale back on the things that you're used to just because he either can't or won't. Because everybody you come across is not going to have the same interest. They're not going to have the same taste as you. And if he is like, oh, well, I don't don't even like stuff like that. Or you take him to Steak 48 and he's trying to find chicken tenders on the menu. You know what I'm saying? That's not somebody that's going to, you know what I mean? You got to be able to have that. In common, I got you.
1: Hey, well, I mean, it obviously. doesn't always. It does, that doesn't always equate to not knowing quality or not having the means or nothing like that or being worthwhile because the simple things matter too. I just you said know, like,
2: those things are appreciated too, and do those things and enjoy mm-hmm.
1: them. Well but you're saying you're saying that about the, you know, like in your mind the lower scale of the high-end based on, like, what is the high-end to people who so, who have less. Uh, okay, what I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. as much as you can go to Steak 48, uh, Perry's, Longhorns, whatever fucking steakhouse that, you know, you're going to spend 30 at minimum on a plate, you know, the simple things are can can be just as good and just as appreciated. Like fucking like the Applebee's dollar margaritas. Yeah, or shit. How we was fucking lusting over Popeyes, Popeyes. and shit. Yeah, you know, like late night trips to Wedderberg. You know what e- I'm saying? Exactly. I'm like, not. I'm not just,
2: discounting <clears throat> those things. I'm not saying those things aren't also. A uh, good and when you have a a man that's in your life and y'all go do them things and he he's like hey well you know let's let's go here I've been craving this and it's and it's something kind of like kind of like a quick in and out type of thing mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's less appreciated or that it's less meaningful or it, it equals less effort I'm just saying like to, you, you to don't want know, her to be
1: swept off her feet by. Some mid level restaurant.
2: No, like when you I what I want for my daughter when she's dealing with um with a man. You know what I mean? Like when she gets to that point where mm-hmm. she's dealing with a man, when you set the bar, you're this these are the things that you're already used to. Your mom, your dad, co parents or whatever, we've already exposed you to um
0: to quality to, to, yeah
2: to, to yeah. quality to more of the top shelf things. Mm-hmm. So when you're dealing with a man who's looking to step into your life in a in a permanent way, and you're already used to these things, it needs to be a man who can also help you maintain what you what you're used to. I
0: see we're going with this, and
2: even both ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you decide, you know, because we, us women like, especially like me, like I like to treat my man out to a really nice night every once in a while, and. Mm-hmm. If I do that, like, if I plan a whole night to take you to, like, a really nice, fancy place, and like I said, you looking for a hamburger or chicken tenders on the menu, you not, we not there and having the same experience.
0: You wasting the whole experience. You
2: wasting the experience, exactly. And I would rather keep you where you used to Mm -hmm. instead of trying to bring you over to, you know, where, where I feel, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that thrill. Mm -hmm. Oh, I
0: get sure, that. I think that's make communication sure to a teacher Dang. daughter to if she's talking to a guy and he gets to steak well done, that's a red flag. That's absolutely she, a red flag. She's a okay.
2: Absolutely. And
0: if he, if even
2: now, even now at 11 years old.
0: Oh, okay, okay. She I, do
2: not eat her I steak get that. well done. See, I, I get, love her. Listen, listen, I listen, listen, with
0: her. Listen, I get that. Do you just say well done? I can fire you right now. I swear to God, I
1: can. right like, if you just say well done. You know me motherfucker I'm just saying mm-hmm. Don't, don't I play you right me Now, now <laughs> You getting me You getting me to sound Like a hypocrite To what I'm about to say Alright But I'm just saying That's because It's my preference People have preferences I understand You know A motherfucker could like sushi But then want their steak You know Well done or medium well You know what I'm saying It's a preference Not saying that They don't know Quality food mm-hmm. They just have Different preferences You know Now, if you can't appreciate, you know, going to, like, the melting Pot, you know, or uh, the fucking Brazilian Steakhouse or some shit like that, you at these places talking about where some fucking chicken strips, I totally get that. Because that's not not what you're there for. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about if we
2: go to... If we go to Popeye's or we go to, you know, like a like a more casual dine in place, mm-hmm. if we go in there and you want chicken tenders, eat chicken tenders until your heart's content. I'm happy that you're happy. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like the enthusiasm, I want it for me and I want it for her to match the experience match that effort. you're trying to put mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not in no way discounting anything else. Like we was getting down on Popeyes the other night, and I was thoroughly happy.
1: That shit was
2: good. It was amazing. Popeye's is amazing.
0: But look, I am totally judging the fuck out of everyone who eats their steak well done. Donald Trump eats eats his steak well done. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Donald Trump eats steak. He eats that shit well done. How the fuck you got all that money? My point exactly. So, um. Wow. I'm just saying that's the bar. Donald Trump eats his steak well done. Mm. Even um, though this is no judgment zone, he's saying he's judging. I'm judging, I'm judging the fuck out Donald Trump. Fuck hard. that nigga. Mm-hmm. He gets judged on everything. Just breathing, I judge him for breathing. Yes. But we not political today. That's 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 a different show for a different day. Today's topic. Um, wait, 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 wait. My, my um. So I knocked out one of my goals. Oh yeah, for the year. Word. Uh. Well, let me not, not say it knocked out, but I'm working on it. So, I got my second stream of income, and I'm working two jobs. And I like it. I love it. I love my second job. Um, this is my first time, like, working in, like, a real kitchen in a couple years. And... Like, you know, my first night there, I realized how much I missed that hustle, that bustle, how like, you know, you gotta make sure the plane is perfect, how like the sous chef is breathing down your neck, how like the only thing was missing was nobody got cussed out. Mm. That was the only <laughs> thing that was missing. If somebody got But got that means everybody custodian? doing their job. Yes and no, because that when I came into cooking and into fine dining stuff, it wasn't a good service until somebody got cussed out. Mm. Mm. And it's nothing personal, but if I got my steak ready and you fucking up with these damn potatoes, hey man, where my fucking potatoes at? My steak is dying here. You see what I'm saying? I feel that. And so then you like it's that it's, a, it's like that was the only thing that was missing from it. Mm. But I love it. Um, I love the way the past couple of years I found jobs that made me that made me made me remember why I love cooking so much and like two jobs I have now it's totally that I'm not doing like this assembly line shit which is boring it's like I'm doing real cooking Mm -hmm. and I love it I'm in the real kitchen I'm loving it I'm actually making real money in the kitchen all right fucking love that's what what really matters shit hell yeah
1: that's what really matters. Well, congrats to TJ. Thank you, thank you, thank you. his multiple streams of income, the beginning of it at least. hmm And, man, shit, we look forward to hearing about many more, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, anybody else reach their, uh, any of their goals?
2: Um, not yet. Um, I'm a work in progress.
1: Well, I mean, sex, you know. It's a uh, I think it's geared up a little bit, you know. Last experience was a uh, was pretty dope and as it was said, unexpected. And that's always good, you know, surprise That surprise. A oh, dick surprise <laughs> <Like, laughs> No, but no.
0: Oh, surprise dick. Oh, no,
1: dick. no. No, <laughs> no. Like that. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um so the, the, the title is Polly kids and um, thanks to minks we got some great speaking topics and we're gonna let her go over those and we're gonna all have our input and talk about either personal experiences or um, you know what we think we would do or want in those situations so
0: that's right um but first uh, I got the icebreaker for today man today's icebreaker is uh, I was reading on Twitter ah yeah and uh it was, um, I don't remember the tweet. I probably should write these down one day. Don't worry, the, the show is still growing. Um, the show was, I mean, uh, the dude was like, I was going down with this girl for like good hot 30 minutes, something like that. And she ain't come. Like, what's wrong with her? Why didn't she come? And what popped in my head was like, maybe you wasn't doing it right. Maybe like whatever, whatever you was doing didn't work. Because If you're having sex with a woman, going down on a woman, whatever, it is not her job to make herself calm. That's what you're for. If she wants to make herself calm, then she'll pull out a a wand or pull out a sex toy or whatever and do it from there. Mm -hmm. You probably should ask her what happened or ask her what she likes. Um... Matter of fact, that's going to be my cheat code for later. Because women will tell you exactly how, what to do to make them come. Yeah. yeah so. uh, I,
2: go ahead.
1: I agree to an extent. Um, I think 70%, situationally, 70% of it is the, the, the performer or provider or mm-hmm. whatever you want, however you want to call it, um, the giver. But that other thirty percent is on the person's mind space, and in certain situations, you know, your 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 right. head space is, you know, for yourself one hundred percent the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, for sure. Like if if it's not working, if you, if it's not if if she not climaxing, you need to take a moment. Hey, what can I like? Is everything okay? First of all, are you close? Oh, what, what am I doing wrong? And then again, it's also because
0: you know some guys don't take criticism that well. Oh yeah, and definitely. You like, hey, moves to the left. He be like, what you mean moves to the left? Nah, nigga, I got this. I know what I'm doing. I ain't oh, had. Oh my god! I never had life no complaints, nothing like that. But that might be because you don't take criticism well. Um, I have an ex. Um, and if it wasn't for her, a lot, a a lot of women would be like... I said it wrong. I have an ex. And because of her, a lot of women can thank her for this they that they are getting. Because she's like, you are the worst I've ever had. And it is just total trash. I ain't going to front for like, First ten minutes, it like really hurt my feelings. No, no, but no. Actually, at first I'm like fine whatever. I got my, I, mean, I still hit it anyway. But then after that, it just ate at me. And I went on Google, I researched, I learned, and I learned, and I learned. And that's how now I'm giving consistent B to A plus, depending on the day. You can get no worse than B, but I mean, it's consistent. Mm-hmm. But that's because I was able to take criticism. I asked, whatever, because if I'm
2: not doing something right, then I need you have let me know. I feel feel like um, I'm kind of split on that because for the giver um, or the man, um, the, the effort has to be there. You have to want to get her off. Um, But for the woman, you also have to take responsibility and take ownership of your orgasm. And that includes being vocal about what you like and you don't like. And just like you said, TJ, not every man takes criticism well. Like the male ego is notoriously fragile. Some have a quicker recovery time. But some is just, you know, you give them them one, one critique and, you know... They just be out of pocket, so that's another reason why I'm not um, I'm not a huge proponent of casual sex because when you you know when you're just doing it with somebody that you don't really know too well, you don't know how they're gonna respond to you uh, and your honesty. And you telling them that, oh, I don't like this or do more of that, like you giving them direction could completely turn them off. And then that terminates the session Mm -hmm. and then you walk away with bad blood. Mm -hmm. And I'm not finna deal with that. I would rather take the time to get to know somebody and build that comfortability to where when we do engage with each other sexually, you know, whatever I'm telling you is coming from a place of I want this to be enjoyable for the both of us. And this might be what you used to, but not every woman is the same. We don't all like the same thing. Mm -hmm. Our whole chemistry down there Mm -hmm. is different. So, this particular move that you're doing, it don't work for me. So, let's tweak it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, I have a question about the casual sex thing. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's an age thing? Or would you say, like, you know... Okay, for example... Um, A couple years ago, I got my life fell apart. Mm. And I pretty much fucked with my feelings. Mm. While I was fucking through my feelings, that's when I realized that I can do casual sex with a person. But if they can't hold a conversation, it's not as fulfilling. Mm. And that's how I learned I need to be able to at least hold hold a conversation with you. Mm. But at that time, I was like almost 30 or just turned 31 or two and then i was thinking back to when i was in the army and i was younger but to be honest i don't even need to know your name i just need you to give me a, a good compliant yes mm-hmm. and we out of here so he was just
2: looking for consent
0: you give me a good confident yes why that way so so, so, so that way i don't go to jail hey we are off to the races
2: mm-hmm.
0: um so do you think that's more of an age thing where it is like you can't just do casual sex now.
2: Um I've been I've had this mindset for a very long time. Okay. Even back when I used to have um because I I have a a previous sex partner and um we we were never like officially a couple, but we had great sex together. And because he and I had a strong connection and we could um speak openly and honestly about what we like and about experiencing uh, or experimenting um we ended up having a whole lot of threesomes and That's all
0: successful,
2: huh? it. it was but it was because of my comfortability with him and mm-hmm. knowing that no matter what went on his primary objective was to make sure I was safe and I was enjoying myself if anything ever happened that I didn't like Then he shut everything down Mm -hmm. and fuck whoever feelings get hurt. She not all right. So
0: okay,
2: that right there gave me the security to know that um, that I I was okay and I was safe in you know trying out new things with him because he proved to me that I was gonna be okay. Yeah, I I can
0: really respect that. Okay, Um, today we're talking about poly kids. Um. uh for for people who don't know um what we mean by poly kids are the children of polyamorous couples oh. um everyone here today at the show is either poly or poly ish i'm poly ish um I haven't been in a poly relationship um but i don't mind i like i would not mind being in one or in a ethical, non-monogamous relationship. Um, he and Minx are both poly. Um, it looks fun on the outside looking in, to be honest, but...
2: It's work. Yeah, that's what they say.
0: I didn't see the fun parts. It looks fun to me. I was like, yo, they look slick. Um, so...
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's fun. But think about the problems you have in any relationship with the chitches you got to work through, mm-hmm. that can and most likely will exist in each of your relationships that you're involved in. But um, we are going to the topics okay. now. And um, we're going to start with uh, disclosing the dynamic mm-hmm. to the children, to the kids of the poly
2: couples. Right. So whether it's... Um whether it's an existing couple and you guys have uh, children together and then you get into poly or you're two single people who come together and form a polyamorous relationship. And then you have kids like you're a blended family, so mm-hmm. to speak. At what point do you let the kids know what's going on? Um, I think
0: for me, at the same point. I would let my kids know if I had if It like you know if just like if, if I was monogamous, and I would let my son know, hey, this is daddy new girlfriend. Mm. Um, like at that same point, um, where I feel like I be like, hey, so this is daddy girlfriend, and this is daddy and his girlfriend friend. Um, like depending on the child's age would would like depend on like how much I feel them in on it because if it's like a little kid that's like four or five, there's no reason for me to break down this whole relationship to sure. you or whatever. I'm just gonna give you what you need to know this is such and such this is miss such and such she's our friend, and we'll go from there um I do think that. I could be wrong, but I do think like they do need to know, like you know, like I mean, like depending on the age, they do need to know what's going on, because that could be kind of shocking to see your mom boyfriend and then see your mom with somebody else. And that. But I thought he was your boyfriend.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: if that makes sense? Okay, cool. It
2: makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, and I am. I'm in agreement with that. You kind of have to break it down to them. Like you have to meet them where they are and explain it to their level of understanding. Mm-hmm. Younger kids, they're they're not going to ex- understand the entirety of what's going on. They understand body language. They mm-hmm. understand interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important not to leave a lot of room for confusion uh, when it comes to kids of any age. With older kids... Um, I think it's important, especially more important whenever um, if it's an already established couple and Mm -hmm. they have uh, and they have the the same parents like this child is a product of both mom and dad. uh, It's more important to go ahead and uh, let them know to their level of understanding that there's more than one way to be a family. And this person here, you know, is either either mommy loves this person or daddy loves this person and they want to or we both do and they want to and we want them to be a part of this family. Because, like I said, children understand interaction. They understand body language just as much as they understand when something isn't right. They understand when mom and dad are happy. They understand when the house is just lighter because you know, you can you can truly be yourself and you don't have that constant worry of... Um, like,
0: like you walking on eggshells. Like you walking on eggshells. Like, yeah. what
2: are they going to see? What are they going to interpret? Like, don't leave it to interpretation. Go ahead and, and call it what it is and, and let your kids ask questions so that they can bring it to their understanding.
1: Oh, So I think the, the, both y'all's um, statements about it ties into the second part of the of the of this part of the topic which is how much do you tell um i agree you know to with both of y'all as far as you know when you tell your children you tell them you know um when basically when you bring the person around you know like um the way that you told your daughter you know or asked your daughter how do you feel you know if mommy had two boyfriends Mm -hmm. and you got a response on that and things like that you know but yeah basically you you're gonna um give information that they can comprehend like both tj and ming said and um kids are smart Mm
2: -hmm. their Mm -hmm.
1: kids are definitely smarter than a lot of us parents or adults, period, give them credit for. Mm -hmm. You know, they recognize you know, what's going on maybe not in the detail and and to the extent that us adults you know, know from experiences in our life or from experiencing those relationships at the time, but they definitely know what's up. Um, So you, you as you're explaining, you ask questions. You know, find out you know well what, what when you see the mommy or when you see daddy or when you see you know us together, the three of us four of us however many um are in a relationship in the household together you you ask them how do they feel what do they what do they think you know what what do they think is going on and how much of the kids' opinion do you take
0: in, into effect? So then, like, you know, you tell one of your boys, hey, I have two girlfriends now, right? Mm -hmm. Or I have two girlfriends and et cetera, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And if he was like, but I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I like it when it was just you and my mom, Mm -hmm. not you, my mom, and your girlfriend. So how much... Do your kids opinion go into you
1: continuing the relationship? A relationship? Yeah. Um for me personally, um uh, it's it's more about how they get along with my partner or partners. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I can see there's a Total disconnect from jump, you know, like there's no let up room or nothing like that. There was never a good moment, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not just my kid being a fucking asshole. Um, then that will make me, you know, look at the situation because, of course, you know, we can be carried away by the new relationship energy. And this has happened a lot in the past in, in just monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. when parents continued into relationships that was bad for their children and didn't see it, didn't see the red flags from Jump. Yeah. But I think, you know, the the vibe and the chemistry between, you know, my children and my partners are very important. You know, granted, kids going to be kids and in the moment that they're not getting their way they can definitely act out and become little assholes and whatnot. It's, but for it's the, like adults. Yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, um, it is that initial vibe, you know, between them. And, and, and that would determine, and it wouldn't necessarily end the relationship. I mean, depend, depending on what type of relationship you want to have with your partner or partners. You know, if that's like, uh, if your relationships, the goal of them are to live together, mm-hmm. you know, then okay. That will be a red flag, and that will kind of, will basically end it for you know you with that that person, but if you are one that's like, all right, well, we ain't gonna be able to live together, you ain't gonna be able to come around with my kids, but the relationship between us two are good, you're gonna have it to whatever extent you're gonna have it to you know I haven't run into that problem, so I can't say you know, oh yeah, no, it's oh, yeah. like me that will kill the relationship like because mm-hmm. like you know, um.
0: I put my son first before me sometimes, depending on what it is. Mm. And so then, if I'm dating you and you're like, "Well, then I want to come come up before your son. I want to be seven feet tall. Mm. I want to be a millionaire." This just shit ain't gonna fucking happen. Like, so I think for me, that's that's just that's just a killer right there. Like, yeah, yeah, if but it, that like
2: w- an ultimatum.
1: Yeah, yeah. but the yeah. ultimatum wasn't what we were speaking of. You know, right. I, I'm just saying you asked about. What if your child say, I like it better when it was just your mommy, mm-hmm. you know, and in that situation, that, determine, that depends on if you and mommy are still together, mm-hmm. you know, um, or if he's speaking on, you know, the relationship that your mommy used to have, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that has come up, you know, uh, my sons have asked, well, why, why can't it just be your mommy no- anymore? And it, like, they, they mm-hmm. ask that question. Not because they don't like my partner or our partners or like her partner or partners. It was just, you know, kind of like a nostalgic moment. Yeah, they You know, just, and they were yeah. wondering, mm-hmm. you know. And, but definitely, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put nobody over my kids. And I wouldn't expect to be put over anybody's kids at all.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I've definitely dealt with that question, too, with my daughter. And it was... Um, it was when, you know, she was a little bit younger or, you know, when she's just frustrated and she's wondering, you know, why, why it can't just be, why it's not just you and daddy or I miss it just being me, you and daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I recognize that because, you know, for a large part of her life up into that point, you know, that that's just where she was. And she mm-hmm. was just obsessed with the whole idea of mommy and daddy. Like that was just her that, view that's on that's things. Thing. That's the whole world. Yeah. Well. But then, you know, it's also, you know, kind of having a real conversation It's like, you you remember how much mommy and daddy used to fight? You remember? You remember how much mommy used to, you know, take you away? You remember how we used to, you know, go get ice cream and just let daddy, you know, be by himself for a little while? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like also, you know, to her understanding, but reminding her like, yes. Yes, there were some great times with me, you and daddy, but also, you know, mommy and daddy, um, like sometimes it's, it's possible to fall out of love Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that, that person that, you know, mommy and daddy aren't still friends, you know, mommy and daddy still want each other to be happy. And we still want to, we want to be able to be friends so that we can, you know, work together to make sure that you're happy. But mommy and daddy, you know, you know, we, we fell out of love. And I want daddy to find a new love that makes him happy mm-hmm. the the way that he, the way you remember him being.
0: Okay. Okay. That really makes sense. I really understand that.
2: Yeah. And then when dealing with, you know, with new, with new partners, um, if she were to just, you know, to be completely against it. And she's had her she's had her moments. Okay. My daughter is eleven, puberty and everything. You know, she's an only child and she's very accustomed to being, you know, the, the, the princess. Child, yeah. yeah it, she's as all her life, she's been daddy's princess. Um but it also comes with understanding, you know, and making sure she understands. Um it's not it's not going to be what you want all the time. And that's not the same thing as it being bad. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change. Things are going to be different. And yes, this is another adult in the house. So whenever they're giving you instruction, as long as it, as it doesn't hurt you or it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, if they're telling you to do something, this is another adult in the house. You need to listen. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, well, mommy and daddy make the rules and you don't have to listen to nobody else. No, it don't work like that. Now, if there's ever a time where you feel uncomfortable or you feel like you're being mistreated, then come talk to me and we'll work that out. But something as simple as you know household tasks, um, you cleaning your room or you made a mess somewhere in the house and you need to clean that up, or you know you need to handle your responsibilities before going to have fun, and it was you know you know key or another partner who gave you that instruction. They're not they're telling you the exact same thing I would have told you.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'll tell you one cause um. I remember one time that uh, my son's mother, matter of fact, my son came to me, was like, hey, her boyfriend was being mean to him. And I was like, okay, cool beans. I talked to him a little bit about it, but when I went to go drop him off, I asked his mom, I'm like, hey, we know how our son is. Is such such really being mean to him or is this just our son just being an asshole? Because he's an asshole at times. He is a 50%, he fifty fifty percent of me and his mom, and it shows in his attitude at times and how he is such a smart ass. That is all us. So then he came and talked to me about it. He didn't have to, but I appreciated him and also expected him a lot more for him coming. Coming to me mm-hmm. because that, like I said, at the time I'm on, I'm talking to his mom and I'm trying to see which one is it. Because that if he is really being you no, know, if he's being like mean to him something like that, you need to check that because mm-hmm. this is under your roof and you need to check that. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you again because if my son come back to me saying hey, he's still being mean to me, it's gonna be a different. TJ, you come in to see and. I don't care what you have to say because I talked to you once about it already. Mm. You should have fixed it then.
1: Then it took a left turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. No, no, that that is
2: it's very real and
1: mm-hmm. it's it's valid as mm-hmm. fuck with the topic. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, that's something that me and Minx dealt with. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and are dealing with. You know, with my kids' mom, where. Um, it it was it was told to the kids to tell their mom you know when something was done in a disciplinary way um to them by minks and and it was told that it was not okay you know that it was wrong when this was not something that was the case before, especially when we all lived together so mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it just that those harbored uh, negative emotions, you know, resentment and, you know, whatever other negative emotions that she harbors it when those come into play when, you know, teaching your child something, you know, telling your child how to uh, handle a certain situation. That is outside of your house mm-hmm. and out of your control. Um, it's important to really be clear on whether or not you are being um, in your personal emotions, or are you are you are you taking it taking the situation for
0: what it is? Are you putting, or are you just? Oh, so is, it, is, it be,
2: is it because of the actual Was it because of the action or the discipline Or was it because of the person who did it mm-hmm. Because yeah. if the exactly. behavior was out of line Then it needed to be corrected You just feel some kind of way about the person who corrected it And in that particular situation Where it had to do with me And uh, Key's ex Like his boy's mom What was told to me by her Was if you wouldn't do it to your child Don't do it to mine I'm a southern woman I was raised by Southern women Mm -hmm. and I was raised where you show out is where you going to get wore out. I don't facilitate and allow slamming doors and stomping and talking back and hitting. I just don't. You don't. My daughter, she'll, she get a little bit fly with the mouth and I meet that right there at that moment. Mm -hmm. But aside from like physically, like behaviorally acting out, towards me or Key or or my other partner, it's not allowed. Yeah, I told her, I'm saying with my son. And I and I, mm-hmm. I always nip that in the bud. So when there was an instance where one of Key's boys did that, my immediate reaction was, this is not okay. This has never been okay. What makes you think that right now, because you not getting your way, that this is going to be all right? And because they're watching, or at that time, there was a lot, it was a lot more tension." Because now uh, their mom and dad weren't together. They're separate households. And they probably hear one parent bow- bad-mouthing the other a lot. Then, okay, so now you playing off of that. Because you see there's already discord amongst the adults. Yeah. And they not handling it well. So you not managing your emotions well. And you don't have the parents sitting down on one accord telling you, regardless of what we got going on, we're still your parents. And it's, this is the behavior that's still expected of you.
0: Yeah. Um... Because I said, um, I know my my son is extremely smart. Mm -hmm. My son keeps the first one to own deck. Me and his mom had to get on one accord because that from day one, we said there is no pitting us against each other Mm -hmm. because that. Like, that's just, like, you're not supposed to ask me. I say no. Then you go back ask your mom. She's going to say yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you're not getting your way at daddy's you, house, so now you want to go to mom's house. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, no, we don't do that.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and like, um, when we first started co-parenting, there was, there was a little bit of a, um, what's the word I want to use? He wasn't here, but you no, know, we wasn't on like like the team, same. Right same. On. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we wasn't on the same level. And part of it was because that I hadn't seen him in so long. I still seen him at at this stage in life. She been raising him, whatever, whatever. So then, you know, when I first get around him, no, I mean I no me first come around and everything, I'm treating him like, you know, like hey, I'm the good guy, I miss you, I'm showering all these gifts and this that that and third mm-hmm. and he just sees oh this is the way i can't get away with stuff mm-hmm. and i want to say it was in like the first grade when me and his mom really seen eye to eye on him being disciplined and stuff like that and to him like you know he may try it once in a while but he knows if he tries it and he get caught trying it it's going to be 10 times worse on both sides. Mm-hmm. So, and same thing with your boys. Like, you know, kids will try anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. They ain't finna trying to stay in trouble. They see they might be able to get out of trouble or whatever. They will try and get out of it. Yeah. Like I told you, before, once y'all get past that phase where the feelings are still, whatever, whatever, and y'all can see eye to eye, a lot of
1: that changes. But that's a different podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the the situation, you know, it wasn't like me and her being put against each other. It was her putting them or her her letting it be known she was against me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her putting them against me. It was just you. it was known that she was voicing her... Um,
2: Just, just dislike.
1: Yeah, dislike for means. Um
2: And kids, especially with their moms, which, whichever is the, the parent that they're primarily with, because that's who they see and they interact more and that's where they're they're getting the most uh, exposure to that parent's feelings and their sides of things. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's where kids are going to sympathize because all they see is you're constantly upset. And every time you get upset, it's because of her Mm -hmm. or it's because daddy did something. And then kids, they, they don't understand the entirety of the situation and they're not supposed to They're kids. Yeah. But what they see is man. Mix is always making mommy mad. Daddy's always making mommy mad. I w- you know what i mean they they feel bad they feel bad mm-hmm. for that parent and then they they harbor resentment that don't belong to them it's inherited from the parent and then they put that off and so then whenever they come over here they don't ha- they don't have a reason to not like me they just know their mama don't like me and because of that they keep a distance from me until a couple of hours go by and they realize oh yeah this is the sherry you know this is the minx that we remember mm-hmm. this is the she she is the one who takes us to do this or she showed us how to do that mm-hmm. or she likes to play this game with us. It's not all bad when we're over here. And it it takes a t- it takes time and it takes them working through sorting out those emotions that don't belong to them for them mm-hmm. to really be able to look at the adults for for who they are.
0: Okay. Um so No, I didn't ask a question. All right, so so would you say the same way communication is important for the adults, would you say, say, say that the communication just important as important it is for the kids? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, um,
1: yeah, yeah, but absolutely, it is, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because you know, kids need to know. Um, all right. This is an example, just as far as how I raise my kids. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the old ways. Our parents, they when they told us to do something, mm-hmm. we need to do it because they told us to do it. Yeah. I'm not that way. Now, yes, they need to do what I tell them to do. But if they ask why. But mm-hmm. I give them a reason. They don't need to ask me why. Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't give a reason, I'm, I am okay with them asking me why, though. Mm-hmm. You know, and I give, I, I then I'll provide the reason. But for the most part... I'm giving them the instruction and the reason why they need to perform whatever, you know, instructions I gave them Um, or when I'm telling them not to do something, you know, I give them the reasons and examples of, you know, of what the reason, how the reason may take of take place, you know, in reality, Mm -hmm. you know, like don't touch the fire because you burn your hand, Mm -hmm. you know, or you can absolutely catch on fire. You know, and then... You burn... you not just burning up... You burn down the house... Because you're gonna be rolling house, around... House you know what I'm saying... Trying to put the fire out... Or scared... You know what I mean... Yeah, I understand... Like I got to give an example... So that... Even in... poly Relationships... You know, manage your kids... And co-parenting... In whatever situation... It is important... To communicate... As much... As you know... Or... As you see that they can understand... You know... Because our... Our perception of what they can understand in most cases will be off. You never really know what your kids can or will understand until you're actually talking to them about it. And you ask them what they think or how they feel about what you're telling them or what you're talking to them about. And if they can uh, uh, communicate the level of comprehension that they have, or if they comprehend at all, then, you know, that's, that's the level of their understanding. So it is, yeah, communication is key in anything, in any part of life, definitely in parenting. Mm. It, kids are always a lot smarter
0: than what
2: we they are. Yeah. They are, and I mean, while I I don't disagree with what you said, Key. Um, also, in a lot of ways, I'm I'm not so much. And I told you so, parent. Um, but it's also like. Even if even if I break it down and explain it to you once, mm-hmm. we're not finna keep doing this. Oh, yeah,
1: no, I agree. Yeah. You know what I'm
2: saying? Like, if you it sometimes it's gonna be it's gonna be extremely black and white. You made a mess. Clean it up. That's all you finna get from me. Mm-hmm. You wanted fucking Cheerios, you ate them, you got Cheerios on the table. Clean up your Cheerios. Yeah. Because you're responsible for that man. I'm not I'm not finna go down the line and and break it down and explain it. A lot of times it's it's basic human it's it's just it's part of raising an adult to be a functional person living in the world with other people. Undisciplined and unstructured children become undisciplined and unstructured adults and they end up in the hospital in prison or in the cemetery or running to the capitol building or or that and it's because you don't they don't have enough consistency and enough examples of that d- we ain't doing this. we not doing this we yeah. just not you you choose your action and you choose your consequence now, if I told you last week that um at a certain point you need to take you need to clean up your room this this is your room it's your room only whatever it looked like in here, it looked like it because you did it. You don't need me to come and tell you every single week to clean up your room. You the only one in here doing shit, homie. Like, you know by now. Clean up after yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again for the sake of trying to reach a level of understanding with my child. You know what I'm saying. And you choosing not to do it.
0: Yeah, I understand. Because I try to raise my son to... Um on life lessons. Mm. So then, um, what's that he did? So he lied a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm. And like you know, his mom, Darnarus, spanked him this, that, and third. So I come to him with a logical. I'm like, why do you keep lying to your mama? Mm. Well, I didn't want. Okay, but you got in trouble anyway, though, right? Mm. Like, yeah. I'm like and because you lied to your mom it got made worse right He's like yeah how many times do we have this talk and i'm like hey don't do this don't lie to your mom because it's going to make it worse you lie only makes things worse you need to stop lying and i told him you need to stop lying because whatever you did you need to take you need to take your you, you need to take responsibility for that mm. that is a part of Being a man is taking responsibility for your actions. If you do it, say you did it, and take whatever it is, and you keep on pushing. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, Daddy, I understand. I understand. He's eight, so we'll we'll see. We'll see if Mm -hmm. he really understands. Um, Now, this is gonna be the biggest eggshell co-parenting. Um. I told y'all, co parenting for me has gotten a lot better because of 2020.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: As one of the few things I could take, I say about 2020, and smile about, uh, co parenting has gotten better. But at what point does co parenting go from. Actually, you know what? There we go. What point does co parenting go from. We have all our emotions into it, into, I don't really care about you that much, but we have to raise this child together. So that's what we need to do, get this child and raise him together.
2: Um, it's, I, I want to say things like that are situational. Um, previously, when we all lived together, when it came to co-parenting, um, when things would come up or things needed to change, we would just sit at the table and have a discussion about it. Mm -hmm. Um, there were often times like when dealing with the kids, the same thing needed to be brought up over and over again because, um, the, the expectation wasn't being met. Like everybody wasn't upholding their end. Um, the way it is now that we're no longer living together, um, the, the co-parenting thing was a little sticky because of, you know, feelings involved and everything. Um, but when it came to a direct exchange between me and the boy's mom, um, I was just like within the first minute and a half, if that, of the conversation, I was just met with disrespect. So my immediate response to that is shut everything down mm-hmm. because... Um, First of all, to to me, where it would come, the point where I would need to get to come to like a physical exchange between somebody, it's extreme. Um, it's been a long, long, long time before I've even felt like that was something that uh, had the possibility of happening. Mm-hmm. So when I was come at with the disrespect, I shut everything down. There hasn't been a word exchange between the two of us since. Now, if in the future, when feelings kind of die down and we can look at things a little bit more logistically, Mm -hmm. if I'm met with a more um, amicable approach and it can be on some, let's just iron out the detail. We ain't got to be friends and the communication don't even have to go between me and her. That's he, they, daddy. You talk to him. But as far as you and I are concerned, we at least have a basic level of understanding of what's expected and um what's uh what is to be allowed or not. As long as the conversation is conversation, I will absolutely engage. Okay. But dis mm-hmm. just disrespect just because you met, no. I got nothing yeah. for
0: you. Um cause I've been there because I think it took a good four to five years after me. And my son's mom broke up for us to have a conversation that didn't have to deal that wasn't directly about my son. Mm. I mean, it's still kind of bound, but for most part, it really wasn't. And even still to this day, I won't approach a conversation with her unless just dealing with him. Mm. And I'm still kind of—I just want to talk about him because that nigga's a nut and. I don't want to go back down that road. I don't want to give you any excuse you for you to try to make up something against me mm-hmm. because she's done that before. And for the longest time, it was, "Hey, I'll see you here next Thursday," or "Hey, I'm be late because such 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 and such mean I work late or whatever whatever whatever." Or, "Hey, Gabriel school called. Oh, Gabriel's school called me and they said he's not there." Oh, I'm on my way. Or, such and such at the school is talking to Gabriel in the wrong way. Oh, we on our way up there. Something like that. Um, even though we don't get along, especially at that time we didn't get along, but if it was something for my kid, we was like fucking Voltron. Like, boom, here we are. We here. um, And it like it's still sometimes it's kind of tricky
1: um co-parenting <sighs> yeah <laughs> um yeah co-parenting on all levels can be very complicated um dealing with your partner's co-parent um or co-parenting with your kid's parent mm-hmm. other parent you know you got you run into all these different difficulties um, and that, that co-parenting is made even more difficult on all aspects of, of, of that sense, you know by like you were saying, making sure the kids aren't getting the way with playing each other against each other. Mm-hmm. You know that's something that we dealt with when we all lived together when um, Starter would go and be with her dad. And they come back, and because of how she can get away with things over at her dad's house, and she come back, then it's... It's
2: different at our house. Yeah, it's different.
1: And then, you know, the narrative is pushed that the adults at the house are being mean or are being unfair or whatever, and she don't like it there. And then he's riled up, oh, what the fuck going on? Mm -hmm. And all of that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then even, in a sense, I mean, even in a situation where, my kids' mom was telling them, if this happened, call me; if that happened, call me. You know, this ain't supposed to happen. That ain't supposed to happen. When it's things as far as discipline, and not even on an extreme level, just you know, um, just being corrected, being yelled at, mm-hmm. you know, are simple pops, you know, to steer you the right way you know, not nothing online in a you know nothing explained that lines up with abuse you know or the 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 more reasonable things you know like uh being touched in the wrong places or anything yeah. like that mm-hmm. you know it was just give me the information that gives me the fuel to act the fool mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah. you're dealing with that too so co-parenting you know is it can be a complete headache when you dealing with unreasonable people and Born, when then, you have children yeah. that know how to work the system. So, you know, you got to, and that's why communication is key, not just with the kids, but, but with, with the co-parent too. Co- ter- well. You know, and, and like I said, dealing with a nut, like you said, you're dealing with mm-hmm. a nut. You have to be strategic with the communication with the co-parent because them nuts can weave a trap like a motherfucker mm-hmm. and you got to know how to step over them. Trip lines, yeah. and, yeah. The, the, and I know, feel like that that more so lines.
2: happens. The I see more so the the mothers doing that to the fathers. Now, my daughter's father, we our co-parenting journey has so many fucking twists and turns, and trap doors, and one way window. Like it's it's been a long process for us to get where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but by nature. This nigga is a fucking clown. So there's been plenty of instances where, like he said, like my daughter, you know, she she wasn't getting her way, or she.